Smoking and Drinking in Space is a proud member of the Earglue Media Network. I don't feel sorry for myself. I know. I just don't want to look at myself and see him. Part of my life's over. You know what D calls you? <laughs> what? A new kind of woman. I can live with that. Tell me one more thing about the future. <laughs> People walk around with their phones in their hands all day. Something real. I love you. Now and in the future. I love you. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we continue slogging through 112263 with episodes 5 and 6, The Truth and Happy Birthday. And with me is the preamp to my microphone. It's James. How are you doing, James? Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and he's the mixer that blends us all together. It's Rob. Hi, you, Rob. Uh, I don't want to be the mixer. Why? I don't know. You need to come up with a better analogy. That one was terrible. Fuck you. I mean, the boil on the ass of humanity. Yeah. Oh, I could go with thanks. that. Like, man, well, you are salty today, aren't you? Fuck. I am, yeah, I am not in a good mood. Ah, oh, God damn it. I'm sure this track sounds like shit. Fucking DBX died. Now I've got to get a hold of fucking DBX. I'm, this is not going to be a fucking good episode. I mean, let's just be honest. It's not a good episode of fucking TV anyway. So let's just fucking, <laughs> fucking do it. Well, who's got news this week? Rob? I'm supposed to have news. You're supposed I? to have news. All right. Well, so by the time this comes out, it'll be a little too late. But it's not too late for you, Jason. Um, you know, you can get in... Uh, uh, James mentioned you can get a uh, a discount on Disney Plus. Already done it. Oh, good. Uh, and I know why you did, didn't you? I do. No, no, no. I know you got it specifically for the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Ah, yes, I did see that. I am yeah. so excited. Yeah. So for those that don't know, it's it's basically it's a show on National Geographic and Jeff Goldblum is going around and doing things, riding motorcycles, uh, just junk that he normally doesn't do or hasn't ever done. And he's doing it first time right then and there. Ugh, this sounds terrible. It looks kind of interesting. It sounds awesome. Um. You know, I'm sure we're going to probably have to go uh, forego the sci-fi aspect and start uh, um, reviewing this show because Jason has a hard on for. Oh no, Goldblum, no! This but... would this would be a show all its own. Oh, okay. What would it be called? I don't know. I would have to come up with something great, something as great as this show deserves. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be a one-man show. It'll, it'll just be Fanboy Goldblum all over. That's the name of the podcast. Fanboy Fan Goldblum. Bo- <laughs> there as it is. Jason Jerks Off. Fanboy Goldblum as Jason Jerks Off. There, no, there I'm not going to do that. 
He does that in the private of his own. Uh, I don't believe you. Computer. Room. I don't believe you at all. No, he does it. He doesn't care if anybody's in there as long as he's in his own computer room. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was that one. You know, it's not sci-fi based, but um, I wanted to make sure that you took care of your gold bloom fetish. It's not a fetish. Uh, whatever. I've seen your toys. It's a fetish. What oh right. What else you got? Uh, what toys are you talking about? Wait, wait, go back to the toys. What what the fuck kind of toys are you talking about? Live action, uh not live action, but you know. Wait, uh, live action Jeff Goldblum toys? Do, do, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. got Jeff Goldblum tied up in my basement. Yes. No, uh, I was going to say a uh, little uh, Jeff Goldblum miniatures. Little uh, he calls them action figures, but let's be honest, it's a Ken Barbie doll that's been painted to look like Jeff Goldblum. That's weird on so many different levels. It is, and, and that came straight out of my brain right now. It did because but, it doesn't exist. What else I, you got? I know. You've looked, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad added Nathan Fillion to the uh, cast. So Ooh, what's we don't he going to do? What he's in? We don't know. We just know he's been added. Don't know if it's going to be like some sort of cameo thing, kind of like what he did for Guardians of the Galaxy. Or if he's going to be an actual character, you know, during if, the entire thing. If Who this knows? is a cameo thing like it was with Guardians, I, look, I'm going to be kind of pissed. Because here's the thing. I think Fillion's a great actor. Is he a little bit past, uh, you know, being able to play a superhero, live action superhero? Probably. But, I mean, this is fan service. And I'm getting kind of tired of fan service if that's what it is. Now, if he has like a, a, a part that makes sense and he fits in the movie... He's such a fantastic actor, and I've loved him in just about everything that he's done. Uh, then I'll be extremely happy and pleased. But if this is just fan service and they threw him in here because Nathan Fillion, uh, you know, kind of likes the the geek stuff like I do, eh, I'm going to be kind of pissed. And I'll be I, I'll probably be slightly pissed at at Mr. Fillion for just taking the role. Like instead of saying, "Look, I I would like to have a serious part," he's like, "No, I'll, I'll just do this. That's fine." Yeah, but would you turn down the money? I mean, if they came to you and said, we want you to be in this movie and here's a bucket load of money just to do a cameo, you would turn that down? How much is a bucket load? Um, a, a large bucket full of money. Like ones? Well, no, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> something a it's higher denomination than that. It's a metaphor. <laughs> it's a bucket of pennies. It's a bucket of pennies. Uh, it depends. Like if it buys a lot of cigars, then yeah, I'll probably do it. <laughs> If if it doesn't, then no, probably not. Would you do it to buy a new DBX? At this point, I'm going to take this DBX. I'm going to shine it up nice and shiny. I'm going to turn this bitch sideways, and I'm going to stick it right up DBX's candy ass if they don't just fix it and fucking replace it. How do you really feel? I hate everybody. Fuck you. Nice. All right. What else you got, Rob? Uh, I got some time traveling news. Oh, oh Jesus God. Christ. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is uh, coming out next year. Um, time traveling is involved in it, uh, which means that there is a potential that uh, Haley Atwell will be making, not if not a cameo, she'll be a guest uh, star a few times because um, they're going back to the beginning of shield being formed 
So I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm. Nice little nod to Atwell. You know, take it what you will. Yeah, I'm, I'll be watching. I've it. never watched the show, so I don't know. That's really bad. anything about it. Oh well, it's good. I heard it's. You good. should go back and watch. You should go back and watch all uh, six seasons. Yeah, I can put it on what? the bottom of the list, and I might be able to get to it in about ten years. Wait, of what? Wait, what were we talking about? I missed it because Rob was talking, so I zoned out. <laughs> oh my god! Legends of Shield, uh, Agents of Shield, it, whatever. That's a that, look. The show started off with such promise, and then it turned into a shit show. Literally a shit show. They actually, I don't shit remember on that episode. Show? I don't remember that episode. No, it's just terrible. It's it terrible. Or as Charles Barkley would say. Terrible. This is terrible. 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 It's just not a good show. I don't, don't, don't waste your time to watch it. If you're watching it now, stop watching it and go watch something that's better. Like paint uh, dry. Like no, paint uh, dry. I'm going to keep I'm watching so, look, it. Thanks. If they would have, if they would have stuck with it and they would have kept it in the MCU, MCU the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, and that wasn't it, their fault though. That it was, doesn't matter. That was, if that, I, I don't care whose fault it was. Disney owns Marvel. Disney owns ABC. Figure it the fuck out, Disney. Stupid fucking mouse. It, they ruined the show because it took everything away that the show was trying. Like, the show was trying to be, I, like, bridge the gap, right, between these movies and, and, and kind of be a hype machine for the movies. And then when they took that away, there was l- just no reason to watch it. None whatsoever. Because you knew nobody from the MCU was going to show up anymore. Like, they had the one chick, Sif, Lady yeah. Sif, Jamie, show up. Yeah, Jamie Alexander. Oh, she's so hot. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. And that was like season, what, two? Mm-hmm. And, and then they kind of, then, then they had it, uh, Ghost Rider. After, after Winter Soldier is when it pretty much broke. They brought right. in Ghost Rider? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's, not, it's not the Nicolas Cage uh, version of Ghost Rider. It's not even Probably, the comic version that Nicolas Cage, Cage's Ghost Rider is based off. Yeah, it's, it's a different. Uh, Robbie Ray is. Yeah, Ghost whatever. Rider. Yeah. So it's not the flaming Ghost. skull head Ghost Rider. Yes. No, yes. it is. It but is. It's just not the. It's just not the character. It's a different. It's not character. the. It's, mo- like, it's not the think, motorcycle uh, driving Miles one. Morales, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Robbie it's, Reyes, and he has a uh, he has a. Charger or something like that. What? Is what is car? No. Yeah, dude. Yeah, look, there's a word that I want to use for it. I'm not going to because I'll get you know flamed by you two. Yeah, but it's pretty much that. Use the word. Use it. I'm not going to. Use it. You're not going to bait no. me into it because no. no. Now let's just leave that word out. Anything else, Rob? Nope. That's it. That's all I got. Sounds good. Who's ready for a pod crawl? If this gets this episode moving, let's do it. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Jake is back in 2015 boring his students with Tales of the Odyssey when he asks the question, what would you do if you could go back in time? Some idiot student then answers a question with a really dumb question by asking how would you go back, totally missing the point of the initial question like a common James and Rob. 
Back in the past, Bill and Jake stake out Wallace's house to get a lay of the land and determine where Oswald might try to fire the shot. Back at home, Jake is getting rid of all the tapes of as the Borscht turns when he gets a call from Sadie's ex who had reunited to rekindle the flames of passion judging by the screams. Jake calls up Bill and tells him he's on his own for observing the assassination attempt on Wallace that night and then goes for an evening run around the neighborhood. It's important to keep up your cardio routine. Running by Sadie's house, Jake stops for a visit and a quick cup of bleach before finishing his run, but Johnny insists that Jake stick around and have a chat. Turns out, Johnny is none too happy that Jake has been slipping his ex the late-night baloney pony and would like to clear the air, and starts by carving on Sadie's face to see if she's hiding any other secrets. Jake decides he's not really into Johnny's prying eyes anymore, so he throws bleach in him and he and Sadie make their escape to the living room. Johnny, blinded by his passion for bleach, shoots at random things in the living room, but Jake proves the old adage that the fire poker is mightier than the gun and embeds the pointy end into Johnny's skull. Sadie, however, posits that maybe the gun is mightier, and shoots Johnny in the chest, breaking his heart again and killing him for good. Meanwhile, Bill is staking out the Wallace house waiting for Oswald to arrive as Church lets out in the street and he hears what sounds like a couple of raccoons fucking. The past, being the sneaky thing it is, disguises one of the church ladies as Bill's long-dead sister and he, like an idiot, runs after her to say hi. A gunshot rings out and Bill misses the one-time-only show. Sadie is rushed to the hospital in Dallas and Jake is being questioned for almost killing a man when Deke reminds the sheriff's deputy that he threw a Hail Mary in a football game 15 years before the term Hail Mary was attached to football. The doctor caring for Sadie tries to give Jake a heart attack by hinting that Sadie was dead when all he was really trying to say was he sucks at stitches. Jake decides to tell Sadie that he's Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan, oh wait, wrong movie. Fast forward six months to October and Oswald is separated from his wife and Jake is financing Sadie's plastic surgeries. Jake, always wanting to keep a low profile, makes an $800 bet which gets the attention of the local bookie. Bill is ready to off Oswald so he can move in on Oswald's wife but Jake isn't quite sure Oswald is the shooter or that he's alone in the assassination attempt. So instead, Bill makes himself a great friend of the family and is invited to Oswald's birthday party where Jake finds him and Oswald finds bugs. Should have paid that exterminator Bill. Jake tells Bill he's a moron and Bill tells Jake he doesn't want to play spy anymore. Later, Sadie is being prepped for surgery and Jake spots the hobo reporter going into the operating room for a consult. Jake doesn't want to pay for any more doctors, so he smashes a window and brings his filthy future germs into the OR effectively stopping the surgery. Sadie decides that scars are cool and elects to forego any future facelifts. Having written themselves into a corner with a character that is now a boat anchor to the plot, Jake decides to have Bill committed to eliminate any additional timeline meddling with his guest starring in as the Borscht turns. Wanting to wrap up loose ends, Jake pays a visit to Georgie D and measures him for a new necktie. Getting the final pieces into place and realizing that Oswald will be working alone, he makes a call to Sadie to tell her the good news and proposes marriage over the phone. No wonder his last marriage fell through. Sadie tells him to come home and propose in person like a real human being, Jake gets the shit beaten out of him by his bookie on the way home and roll Jake drifting in and out of hallucinatory consciousness credits. And Yay. we are two more episodes through 112263. The end can't come fast enough. Uh, this series seems to get worse and worse as the episodes go on. Well, at least we agree on that. I thought this was the best show ever. Did you? No. Why? No, oh, I don't. come on. The best nope. show ever? Best show ever. I can, Better than I Jeff can get Goldblum. you the box set. No, that's all right. Christmas present. There's a box set. 
Sure they do. But why? Well, why I mean, not? Rob thinks this is the best show ever, so that's but it's, what I'm it's getting not. at. It's 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 terrible. <laughs> it's it's not great. It's they're it's it's like they're stringing the plot along just for plot's sake. It's it's like they they went in, they requested an eight episode series and they're trying to fill eight episodes now. Do you do you know what shows better than this? What? Agents of Shield and that show is shit. <laughs> I haven't seen it so I can't make the comparison. I can. I have uh yeah, that that show's better than this because this show is just awful. Also, Agents of Shield is actually sci-fi adjacent uh where this show has nothing to do with sci-fi whatsoever i just thought i'd throw that in there yeah we'll uh, see well, i don't it think, is actually i don't sci-fi. think it's, it's sci-fi adjacent good. it's it's actual sci-fi there's time travel involved yes there's time travel involved that's this, not what makes this, sci-fi this one is not sci-fi this this Thank is this, okay crap. if there's time travel involved and it makes it sci-fi <laughs> that makes this sci-fi you just no no no, no, no there is no. no there was time travel the first episode was sci-fi, yes, because there was time travel involved. All the rest of these are just crap. Okay, you don't have to have the same thing going mm-hmm. on in each episode. Nope. Oh, yep. my God. Yep, there's no sci-fi. Now, if he would have kept his cell phone and been popping it out and freaking people out with his cell phone, yeah, okay. It'd be sci-fi it, for that time period. This is historical fiction. Yeah. You know, it can be both. It can be both science fiction and historical fiction at the same it, time. It absolutely could be if there but was a not. shred of science oh in this. I am not going to rehash you know this fucking argument all over <laughs> you again. You know what's more sci-fi than this show? Quantum Leap. That had historical that is, fiction, that is, that and is, it was sci-fi every fucking episode. Fucking, Rob, I swear to Christ. Like, there are days where I wonder how you make it from point A to point B without a helmet. And then there are days where you make a point like this, like a fucking cogent, salient point, where I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's an idiot savant. I just hadn't sniffed my glue yet today. Oh, damn it. Oh, so let's talk about the actual episode and the plethora of fucking inconsistencies in this goddamn show. So, Oh my God. He remembers he's a time traveler. He remembers that he's got his real birthday in the future and his fake birthday in the past, but he doesn't remember who the fuck JFK and LBJ are. Uh, uh, that's not this episode. That's next time. Oh, son of a <laughs> bitch. I did it again. <laughs> Are you time it's, traveling? Yeah, he was. I am he time was. traveling. Wow. Yes. I am yes. time traveling. Yeah, yeah. So so we're at the point where he gets beat to yeah, shit. Yeah, and yeah, And then yeah, it yeah. cuts it, and it's done. It, I okay. It. I was looking at the wrong fucking notes. Yeah, there was a pod crawl just a minute ago that explained what we told, were talking about. Told you exactly where to start. I am so glad that you guys are so supportive of me. I don't know what I would do without you. I don't, uh, fuck, I don't know either. Uh, like you it'd be a, a podcast shitty... about Jeff Goldblum and you touch yeah, it. Yeah, it'd, it'd be a pretty shitty podcast. God. Like a literal shit show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the podcast. Uh, but yes, there's lots of inconsistencies. Do you have any other examples other than the one that's for <laughs> other next than week? Other the wrong one? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, I have one. Go for it. Okay, so Sadie's scar, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of a small, uh, you know, you don't see it because her face is wrapped up. And then, you know, in episode six, you do see it. It's kind of small, not too bad. You know, I mean, it's it's long, but it's it's kind of a thin scar. Uh, you know, you go to the operating room, she turns her head, and that thing is like three inches thick, it looks like. It's so gnarly and nasty. But then after, when they go back home and they're back at the, the house and next scene, it's back to being nice and uh, clean and just a little Well, that can be scar. kind of explained away by she's using makeup to cover it. Right. Can I can no, we talk about the scar? Okay. I know you want to get to inconsistencies, but here's the thing with the scar. She's still super fucking hot. Like, I don't care mm-hmm. about the scar. Right. Like, no. I don't. This, if they wanted to make this actually mean something, because at this point, like I said last episode, like they're, they're moving this in a direction away from JFK and into a direction of like, just, this is a love story. This is in a, in a historical setting, which takes it even further away from sci-fi, but I digress. Uh, what, like if they wanted this to mean something, what they should have done is really disfigured her. Like really like, like that like that like fucking, uh, uh, Twilight face. Zone where you know everyone has the pig face, but then the eye they have the eye you know the they take the bandage off yeah. and they're the normal face. Yeah, what, what, yeah, I that, the except reverse. Yeah, that they did. She should have. She should have had the pig face when they took the bandage off, but they didn't. They just gave her a scar down the side of her face. Like who fucking cares? She's still a smoke show. Well, but in, in that episode of The Twilight Zone, the guy with the normal face was the the oddity. He was the ugly one. I, I just said reverse. I, I know you tuned me out like I tuned Rob out, but I did say reverse. I'm sorry, you were talking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what they should have done is like something like where he burns her. Like he scalds her face with boiling water or something, and it's Jake's fault because he didn't kill the guy in time. Like that would have made it mean something. But this this episode, it literally means nothing because she's still fucking smoking hot. Like everyone else, like she's still probably an, an eight out of ten. You can cover that shit with her hair. She that's what she yeah. does. Yeah, like it's it not like it's, he cut her fucking nose off or something. Yeah, or it's just slash it's, across the face. It's so yeah. stupid and mind-numbingly dumb uh, that this is what it was, and this was supposed to have some big effect. And like she doesn't even play it off. Like, I, and it, I'm not saying she's the greatest actress in the world. But she doesn't even play it off like this is so horrible and she feels so scarred and so disfigured, which is what she should have done if they wanted this to actually be a fucking love story. Well, she did it first, but I think uh, I think the whole point was Jake was supposed to reassure her that it wasn't her his, her looks that he was concerned about. And they probably went over that a lot quicker than they, they should have. And they probably didn't convey it well enough either due to the poor writing that's been you know, obvious in this series, as well as maybe some of the not as great as it could have been acting. Okay. That's, that's fair. But I, I like to get over that, to get over the poor writing, to get over the, the not so great acting. Like you, you can put elements in that will give it that gravitas. And I think that disfiguring her in a way that is, obviously grotesque would have that effect. And they chose not to do that. Instead, they just gave her a slight scar down one side of her face. That's 
can be easily covered up with hair and makeup, so hardly anybody will ever see it. Yeah, and that's probably also for aesthetic reasons, just for the show in in and of itself. They probably didn't want to go too grotesque with that as a distraction to the rest of what's going on. Nobody would have turned into the show if it tuned in, if it wasn't hot kids in the show. You know, your main actor and actresses turn ugly. Everybody's going to turn the screen off. Are you saying that you find James Franco to be a reasonably attractive young man? Well, I mean, they could have picked an uglier dude, but they picked a pretty boy. Like Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Only if he shows his chest hair. And then Jason would have, like, totally thought this show was completely different. Yeah, this this show would have been one of the best shows ever. Yeah. I don't. That's not accurate. Probably just because of Jeff Goldblum's awesome acting abilities would have elevated this show to a, to a higher level. No, that, that is another inaccurate statement. I disagree, but we're going to move on. So, yeah, the... Um, the whole scene with him running to her house. Why the fuck did he I run to her house? Why didn't he I didn't get... realize he lived so close. Well, it didn't seem like he lived that close because he was running for a long time. Why didn't he hop in the car and drive over there? Well, back in the 60s, you could run faster than the cars could go. Oh. <laughs> right, right. I and, don't think that's, oh, that's no, not you, accurate. Just maybe, I, I want to make sure the audience knows that Rob is once again an idiot. Okay, great. Thanks. Maybe he was concerned that time would end up pushing back on him. And the only way to make sure he could get there is by going on foot. I don't Wait. know. I would think that time would have an easier time picking right? him off if he's on foot than in a car. Dude, Wait, for we have sake, established. They run him over with we a have fucking a s- car. We have established the fact that time is schizophrenic or retarded or I'm sorry, we can't say that. Can't say that. Um, say it. Uh, is is not very smart when it comes to pushing back. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's one of the huge inconsistencies in this series is the whole pushback by time thing. It's inconsistent. Oh, have- it, it, it doesn't happen with the same relevance to what's being changed in the past. In fact, it happens sometimes when there's nothing being changed in the past. It's just, you know, they're, they're learning something about the past that maybe they didn't know about. And that seems to happen or it, it, they, the past seems to push back harder when that happens rather than whenever they're trying to change it. Yeah. The past is dumb. So this guy has, an unhealthy obsession with bleach. <laughs> I just think he has an unhealthy obsession with keeping things clean. Well, yeah, he has an unhealthy re- obsession with reality, but in particular, bleach. He's a bleach but salesman. A, well, I was just going to say, he's a really good bleach salesperson. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, it helps him in, in the monetary uh, career aspect of things, right? If he If he hated bleach. If he didn't have this unhealthy obsession and he was just blah on bleach, he wouldn't be the salesperson that he is today. I don't know. I think you can be an outstanding bleach salesperson and have a healthy enjoyment or a, a healthy relationship with, with bleach. I think uh, I, 
I How do you know? Have, have Are you a bleach salesperson? Well, no. That's why I said I think you can. I don't know for yeah. sure, but it, it would seem logical that you could understand bleach, be knowledgeable about bleach, be passionate even about bleach, and not be a fucking super creep that is obsessed with bleach. Okay, okay but- so switch out bleach with Jeff Goldblum, and it's you. <laughs> That's right. I Rob- have... I have a, a a passion for Jeff Goldblum, but it's it's restrained. No, Again, no, you're, Rob, you're a creep, idiot savant, idiot fucking savant. I have my moments. That that's what literally what idiot savant I'm, means. I'm I'm going back to sniff and paint. Okay, thanks. Uh huh. I'll I'll be back when it's time for the uh, awards. Uh, so, um. Yeah, he, he cuts her face. Uh, they they had the shit fuffle. She seems to keep her head, though. I mean, even with a huge gash down her face. And I think there'd probably be a lot more blood because face injuries tend what? to bleed a fuck ton more than what they portrayed. But that's a... There was a lot of blood. There was, but I think there would have been a lot, lot more. Um, the, the, the whole uh, okay. side of her dress would have been just have you had face shit. injuries yes. of this this severity i've had face injuries that bled more than what they showed yeah well like out of what your nose well i mean yeah i've broken my nose a few times but i've also had you know a gash under my eye that bled like nothing else i've had you know a cut on my head yeah i've had head and face injuries they, they bleed a lot are you a boxer no <laughs> All those injuries sounded like a boxer. Yeah. Right? That's why I, like, I had a cut under my eye. Cut under my eye. Got cut on the back of my head. Mm-hmm. I was pissing blood for a while. I got hit in the kidneys a lot. It's okay. No, I don't know. Okay. I was just asking. I didn't know. Are you like, I didn't know what you do in your free time. I thought maybe you sparred in the fucking. He uh, watches Jeff Goldblum in his free time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I knew that. In person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's man. fucking weird. That's weird. You should sell him some bleach. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I guess. I wasn't, that's not what I was focused on. Like, the, the bleach was the scene stealer here. And then the kids come to the fucking door. Yeah, yeah, and he, like, he kind of mouths, I, call the police. Right. Like, there's your opportunity right there. Like, she was looking at him. Before the kids, like, knocked on the door, she's looking at him like, hey, I'm going to do something. Like, be ready, right? Right. And then she does whatever it is she's going to do. And he's just like, he's a fuck. It's like Rob. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, is he channeling his inner Rob? Because he didn't do, he didn't do whatever. He wasn't ready for, for, I don't even remember what it was she did. She broke like, he's the, got a, ba- the bowl. Yeah. She, he's got a fucking, he's got a, he's got a glass of bleach in front of him. Like, it's not hard to do what he does later on, which is just throw it in his face. Right. Right. He waits. I just don't understand why he waited. And, like, if he would have done it sooner, like, the kids well, could have well, went he, and got he, help. Well, he was and, trying to kind of tow a big piece of glass towards him whenever the kids came and knocked on the door, right? What, what was he going to do with the big piece of glass on his fucking shoe? I think he was going to try and bend over and pick it up at some point. He would have gotten shot. Probably. What a fucking moron. He's got a glass of bleach in front of him. And he decides to try to get the fucking shard of glass off Look, the floor. If if they didn't do it that way, they would have had to try to figure out another way to fill 10 to 15 minutes worth of show. Yeah, that seemed, seemed 
a lot longer than it really needed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why do you run away and go and hide in the living room? Open the fucking door and run outside. The bastard can't see. You know? The that's guy a, can't. That's a fair point. That, that, the yeah. guy can't see. Why don't you? You threw it in his face and you're starting to run away. Why don't you push his ass down as he's grabbing for his eyes? Well, Give I mean, even that's, more time to run away. That's kind of savant. <laughs> I don't know. Flip the table. Hide <laughs> behind the table. You know, go all action movie star on him. I mean, we know he knows his movies. He's quoted them numerous times. Right. But I mean, they're they're kind of in a stressful situation. He's popped the guy with bleach. Um, the guy still has a gun. You don't know where he's going to start shooting that thing at. You just kind of want to get out of the same room as him and and get away as quick and as possible. Yourself and then you corner yourself room? into the living room like a moron. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I had a super not the I, smartest I, dude. No, I had a big problem with this whole scene. Like it just from start to finish, like you said, it lasted way too long. Was way too drawn out. The kids made no sense. Like, why are the kids there to give a basket? Because she got her face cut, and they like, like this. This is the exact moment that like if time wants to push back because he's like changing shit. Don't have the kids show up. Like the kids get hit by a fucking car, like the chick in the in the uh, uh, with the uh, telephone booth. Well, but I mean, it turned out the kids were irrelevant anyway. Well, no, they weren't because it stopped him from trying to use the the shard of glass that he was like, and, and instead. Uh, he, he used the, the glass of bleach like a normal human being would have done in that situation. So the kids actually saved him from pulling what I lovingly refer to as a rob. Well, maybe, but I mean, we don't know what would have happened if he had tried to use the shard of glass instead. So Shot in the face is probably a safe bet. Maybe. Probably even. But... We don't know, so we can't really say for certain that that would have that the kids saved him at that point. So, could he have incapacitated the guy if he would have just brought a bag of uh, clothespins with him? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He could have. I mean, he would have seen that whole bag of clothespins and just. Well, I don't know if he'd crawl into the fetal position or if he'd just get all. Hot and I get confused. About it. I, don't I get know. confused with what happened to this guy. So there was something about clothespins on his dick, right? Is that right? And then his grandma yeah. touched him in the yeah. tub. Well, I think his grandmother put the the clothespins on his penis as a child. Yeah, because in he the was tub, clean. Right. No, that, I got that with the bleach. Yeah, like that was yeah. made very clear with the bleach. Like this whole. It was very heavy handed. It was overdone. It was just. It was not sci fi. God damn it. <laughs> oh, and speaking of Rob, um, Bill totally fucked up his mission. Uh, well, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, it happened in the, the dumbest fucking way. I mean, he knows his sister's dead. And I understand that they never found the body, according to Bill, but really... He's going to, he knows that time is going to try and push back and and keep them from doing what they're trying to do. And he just, he lets it happen. Come on, this, Bill doesn't seem like he's that big of a moron. I don't know. He seems like he's that big of a moron. Like he's, he's going after 
uh, JFK's killer's wife. Marina. Right? Yeah. Whatever her fucking Russian name is. It doesn't matter. Vladimir Putin, Putin Jr. Like, that's who he's trying to date is Vladimir's mom. And <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't get it. I just, why? Like, is it just because he's, I, I get that he's awkward, right? He's socially awkward. He's not. Like, I understand that. But why her? Because she's just because he has to watch her every day. Well, then that's dumb. And and Jake seeing this, knowing that this is happening, like he knows that he is, he's falling. He should have headed this off at the pass. But instead, he just berates him and talks out of both sides of his mouth. Like Marina's not the mission. You need to watch this while I while I go. You know, fuck Scarface. Well, yeah, and I think part of the problem is... She's still pretty. Right. She's pretty after the scars. Fucking straight smoke. I don't understand the fucking concept. Yeah, and I think part of the problem is Jake was distracted by Sadie, and he didn't see Bill growing... uh, Bill's growing crush towards Marina, and that ended up fucking him in the end. Maybe it was like reverse Stockholm Syndrome, you know, instead of like falling for your captor it's you know you're falling for the person you're spying on but that mm. captors and spying are completely different things i know like you're trying to be like have <sighs> yeah. another idiot savant moment you overreached. Oh, shut up no you totally overreached <laughs> no like you need to just, just stay in your wheelhouse you know no what i'm saying i mean maybe it's well i mean he's fallen for her, but i think a lot of it had to do with the fact that that's he was bored that's all he ever did he so sat it's just there like that green day do- uh green green day song dookie about masturbation like you're just bored, that's why you masturbate? No, I do it because I want to. Wait, was that the name of the song, Dookie, or was that the name of the album? I think that was the name of the album. What was the name of the fucking song? Uh, that's a good question. Anybody, when masturbation's lost its fun, you're fucking lazy. I, I, don't, I don't remember the name of the song. Is it Longview? That's a good question. Let's find out. Research on the fly about something that's not related to this not sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Longview. Yeah, I was right. Longview. Longview. Track hey, look at that. Pulled that out of my ass. Uh, are you sure? I pulled it out of something. Well, yeah, the did. album is called Dookie, so. There you go. Yeah, it's not really that great of an album. It has a couple good songs on it. I put them on the map, but whatever. So is that what you're saying? He was just bored, and that's why he fell for Marina? Because, number one, Marina so. is not really that hot. Number two, he's not that smart. Number three, she's not that smart. I, I, I'm trying not. I'm trying to keep this as PC as possible. He's not a smart man, but right. he knows what love is. <laughs> I know what love is. Is that what is that is that what you're saying? Because it kind of seems so. like she's fallen for him a little bit, but it's yeah. only because she's get, well, he's, she's getting a modicum of attention that isn't the back of a hand. That's what I'm going to say. It's a, he's not beating her. So yeah. Well, and and that, uh, so. It turns out that Lee and Marina separate too, right? Do you think mm-hmm. Bill has something to do with that separation? Maybe she got sick of Lee's bullshit because she sees something in Bill or that she's got the hots for Bill. And that kind of begs the question because I think they separated actually in the true timeline. They how did. did that and fuck, so, so did this that has nothing to do with it. How do you he know? Got, he beat no, her. Let's, no, let's go down this rabbit hole. How do you know oh. it has nothing to do with it? 
I mean, this so is are you time saying there's show, a bill so in the real? Well, because he came back through the portal and reset everything. Well, maybe Bill ended up down there anyway. Spoilers. Regardless. How? I don't know. Well, neither does anybody else. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't remember that. Bill coming up in, in any <laughs> in of the, books? The, the books or anything. <laughs> no, he's there. Is he? I don't. I don't yeah. think that's an accurate statement, Rob. But but he's I, such a minor character, nobody really cared. But that's just it. I, I, I think that's the point of this. I th- but again, lo- much like Rob does, I think the writers were reaching here in that, that Bill is affecting the timeline in the way that it should be affected, but only because he's an idiot. He's not, he's passively making things happen, right? Like if he wasn't there, the same things would happen because she would get tired of getting beat on and she would leave. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, she would separate from him whether now, or not we, he was there. So now he's there. I mean, it's not like she's falling for him, I think. I I mean, he's at the party and everything, and Lee Harvey Oswald would, acts like he's not even, like he doesn't even give a fuck that Bill's there. Yeah. Like, would, like would, at first he's a little annoyed, and then he's like, whatever, like, it's this douchebag. Like, I don't have anything to worry about. So I don't think that in, in the long term, like, he doesn't really affect anything. Would he have gotten as upset in the future um, if he hadn't been shown that bug you know did the, did the fact that he found a bug and it was blamed on the FBI uh, tip him over well, again, to I think the point the, of wanting to shoot somebody I think it's the heavy handedness of the writing that is saying it doesn't matter what you do this is what was going to happen there's nothing that you can do to, to, to fix the timeline in the way that you want to because time is uh, inevitable, uh, to put it in in-game um, lingo. But I am Iron Man. It doesn't matter. Time is inevitable. And there is no Iron Man. No. James no. Franco can't Th- be Thanos Iron Man. is inevitable. Not I, time. I, I, Rob. <laughs> I think Again. You, you've broken Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Now, Bill is a great fuck-up, so um, not only does he threaten Jake with death if he ever comes near him again, but Jake uh, then has Bill committed for threatening him and threatening to uh, basically fuck up Jake's plans. And this seems like... This seems like, the, like I said in the, the pod crawl, it seems like the writers wrote themselves into a corner and needed to get rid of Bill somehow. Because this seems like the most inelegant way to do it. I guess. I don't... I Again, like it's just poor writing. There are better ways to get rid of Bill. I, I think that you, you make it look like... Like if I was doing the writing, which I will be the first to admit that I have not a creative bone in my body. But if you want to get rid of Bill, you have this all play out like the way it does, but at the party... After it's all like after he finds the bug and whatnot, it's Jake that sends Bill away. Yeah, but do you think Bill would have gone at that point? I think what they tried to do, I don't know why they did it this way because they've made Jake or not Jake, but Bill, they've, they've kind of built Bill up now, right? Like he's tired of Jake's bullshit because Jake is a two faced son of a bitch. I mean, he is. Like he talks out of both sides of his mouth. Fucking, how many episodes are in this series? Eight? Eight. 
Okay, so for eight episodes, he talks out of both sides of his fucking mouth. Like, don't, I'm here for one purpose. I don't want to do anything else, but I'm going to do everything else. Right. So they, they built this up where Bill finally gets tired of hearing that for however many episodes Bill's been in. Six? Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, he'll, oh. be in, he'll be in another yeah, one too. So. Yeah, so six episodes. I, Bill should have just gotten tired of his shit and left. Not, if you come near me again, I'll shoot you. Well, but, should have been like, this is stupid, I'm out. Yeah, but Bill doesn't want to leave Marina. But why? He's not sleeping with Marina. He wants to. Okay, there's a lot of, look, look I don't want to sound like a creeper here. But there's lots of women that I'd like to sleep with that I, I will never will. And doesn't matter how long I hang around them, it's not going to happen. But like if I want to sleep with Heidi Klum, hanging around Heidi Klum does not automatically mean that I am going to get to sleep with Heidi Klum. Yeah, but it, it, it's shown through various you scenes. You don't know that, that unless you try. Right. It's, it's, Shooters got to shoot. <laughs> it's shown through various <laughs> scenes that Bill and Marina are, it, it seems like they're having a little bit of an affair. But they're not. I, I don't know. They may be. Again, that's that's kind of one of those things that they leave up in the air that we don't really know about. And I think they painted themselves into a corner. They had to get rid of Bill. I would have preferred if they never brought Bill in in the first place. I think he was an ancillary character at best. And he really didn't do anything to help develop the plot point. No, he got in the way a lot. That's all Bill does is he gets in the way. Yeah, they used him for a source of conflict in, at, at certain points, but they easily could have used other things as sources of conflicts without creating an entire character that's not needed. Bill what is if, an agent of the past. I was just going to say that. Jesus Christ, another idiot savant moment by oh. Rob. You've got a couple today. Damn, I was you? I was in reading Fuego. your mind. Yeah. yeah. Like, did you take some acid before... We started or what? Like I don't know what's going on. I told on, you I haven't I haven't started eating the glue or sniffing the paint yet. You should probably get on that. Um, well, no, but what I'll if Bill the is the show. agent of the past? Like that that that's what they're doing is past the past is pushing back through Bill. Uh, that's pretty clever for the past, and so far the past has been everything but clever. So I'm going to say no. It's that's not the case. Yeah, that would be kind of clever for the past. And what happens if, if Jake decided not to allow Bill to help him out in the first place? Because at, at, when they first got to Dallas, Bill said, I want to help. And Jake said, nah, I don't need your help. You don't want to do this. And Bill was about to leave. He was about to go marching off all pissy and shit. And then Jake relented and said, okay, you can be my partner. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I like This is all, again... It all comes back to Jake being a dipshit. Jake is a dipshit. I mean, who the fuck proposes over the phone? Jake, the dipshit. Yup, Jake. Jake. Although I have a feeling you would propose uh, to, to Jeff Goldblum if given half the chance over the phone. Well, if that's the only way I get to communicate with him, maybe. Does the restraining order not specify phone calls? I'd have to look. I think it's just presence. I think I have, I have to stay within, you know, a certain amount of feet away. There you go. Uh, I Give him a call now, right now. We'll listen. <laughs> no, no, no. No. I'm keeping that number private. Okay. Well, it's You're not lost. like we can, like, hear what 
numbers you're touching on your phone. That's true. I mean, in, I mean in, just, it is 2019. I don't want to let him know that I have his number yet. You got to try at some point, Jason. Some point. He's not a shooter. He's not a shooter, Rob. Shooter, no, shoot. He's not a shooter. Shoot, Fine. Shooter, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got awards? Um, I do have one thing before we uh, go. Um, so I think the past uh, stepped up its game at the end of this uh, uh, episode six. Um, you know, the past basically said, fuck the shits. Fuck giving cancer to somebody. Uh, I'm just going to fuck your brain up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have some uh, people beat the crap out of you. But honestly, yeah. Jake did that himself. No, no, no. See, I it, that was Bill. That was Bill. Because the guy even said it. It was all fine and dandy until... Until Bill made the same bets everywhere else because guess yes. who owns everything else I do. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. He's, he, again, fucking Rob in Fuego today. This is like the fifth time he has had a, a fucking idiot savant moment where he has nailed it. He's right. This was Bill's fault. Jesus Christ. Fucking my DBX dies. My fucking compressor goes out. Like, I fucking sound like shit. And Rob is, like, just bringing the fucking heat today. Dogs and cats Somebody living together. Me. Mass hysteria. Fuck. Uh, Ghostbusters, more sci-fi than 11-22-63. I agree. <laughs> All right. Who's got awards? Yeah, I got some. Rob. Who's got your uh, head or your black lung? Jesus Christ, I'm all flustered. Um, I went with Bill um, specifically <laughs> because um, he made the comment to Marina, have one. It's not like you're going to die. <laughs> right. That actually gets my black lung for the exact same reason. So, James, who's yeah, got that, yours? That, well, make it three for three. three, for that, three. Is a, that is the trifecta right yep, there. Yep, right there. All right, um, James, who's got your head lush? Uh, I get it because the only way I could make it through this series is if I was drinking. <laughs> okay. Rob? Uh, Bill? Lee's party. Do I have to say any more? He was, he was intoxicated. Yeah, he was pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. um, so my head lush is going to go to Jake because he really acted like he was going to uh, down that bleach before he uh, threw it into uh, Johnny's face. And you got to be pretty convincing in order to do that. So he's getting my head lush. Was I the only one rooting for the bleach and Johnny? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. It would have ended the series. Oh, I didn't think about it like that. So now I'm not the only one. Yeah. That was yeah. yeah I may reevaluate yeah. that. Well, who's got your uh, who's got your player, Rob? I gave it to Jake for proposing to Sadie over the phone, <laughs> like a player does. Shooter's got to shoot. <laughs> All right, James. Yeah, no, that's I, I I've taken that one too. Like once again, Robin Fuego taking the good ones. It's it goes to Jake. So I went a little bit different on that. I'm giving it to Sadie because she was like, who the fuck proposes over the phone? No, you got to come home and propose to me and then I'll give you an answer. Anybody else see Sadie wearing like a dominatrix outfit with like a fucking crop and a whip and just having at it with fucking, you know, pegging the shit out of Jakey boy. Oh, I am now. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. 
Uh, let me see if we can look that up. Sadie and Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while he's doing that little research on the fly, James, who's got your purple purple hippo? You know, this is a tie between time because time just gets it in perpetuity for this fucking because it's just this this whole series because it's just stupid. Uh, and then people who actually make it through the entire series. Okay, Rob, I'm not done yet. Hold on. <laughs> uh, no. My uh, my purple hippo goes to Jake uh, specifically after getting beat, and then proceeding to see both his girlfriends at the same time. Yep, that's who's getting mine uh, for his hallucinations in the hospital after getting the crap beat out of him. It would have been a better hallucination if he was seeing them both at the same time, in the way that Rob usually watches two girls, one cup. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so. Good. Uh, I've never seen it, so I can't be grossed out. Apparently, Rob has. You can yeah, tell I'm, just, I'm just saying, why would you bring something like that up? <laughs> I mean, first off, you bring up bathtub water girl last week, and now you're bringing up two girls in one cup. Belle Defeat. I know. My, I also, I, yeah, but I give you, I give you, I give you little morses. I give you little mana from heaven with the uh, with the Sadie as a dominatrix, Peg and Jake. That's that's true. You got to take the good with the bad, buddy. You got to take the good with the he's bad. He's like a Sour Patch Kid. First he's only opposite. First he's sweet, and then he's sour. Right. I don't want to end on a high note. Not with Rob. <laughs> I don't care how many idiot savant moments he had today. God. Thanks. I appreciate oh, that. You're welcome, buddy. Any final thoughts before we're out of here? Mm, no. Now I'm thinking about whether or not Sadie should sell her bathwater. Would you drink it? Fuck no. I'd give it to Rob and watch him drink oh. it. And on no. that terrible note, our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Our pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at eargluemedia.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspaceatoutlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to eargluemedia.com forward slash Patreon. Be sure to check out all of the other excellent podcasts at eargluemedia.com. And this goes without saying, but the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed on this show are ours and might not be shared by eargluemedia or anyone else for that matter. For this week, I'm Jason. Always bring a pair of diapers when going against the past. Is this episode fucking one again? <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll talk no. to you next week. <laughs>